What's going on, everybody? This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about video game movies, video game movies, movies that are video games, and video game movies on this episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast. Before we begin, this episode is sponsored by our very own Patreon. Now, you might be thinking, why did you list things three different ways, three different times? Well, here's the answer. Video game movies are really interesting, really good. Examples of this is Doom, Resident Evil, Prince of Persia, things like that. Then you've got video game movies, movies that are video games. A really good example of this is the later Resident Evil movies, and then the Fast and Furious movies. Now, what do I mean by their video games? Well, let's look at it this way. In Fast and Furious, there's physics that just really don't make sense. There's a lot of things within those movies that don't make sense. Secret siblings, secret uh, organizations, cars that are drifting around in, 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 this, in the air... Uh, planes with magnets that carry away cars, remote control cars, giant flying fortresses. They just don't make sense. Unless you're in a video game. At which point you go, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. We don't really ever stop and really question how Dovahkiin, the Dragonborn, can carry around 999 wheels of cheese, 17 different broadswords, 137 different types of arrows, and a thousand potions. We don't really stop and go, wait a minute, does this make sense? But when it gets to movies, we go, wait a minute, them drifting around that corner doesn't make sense. So, why, why? When those game, those movies are just video games. They're video games that you don't play. So, you've got video game movies that are movies that are based upon video games. Right? Then you've got movies that are video games. They've got level structure. They've got the weird architecture that makes you go, wait a minute, those characters should not be able to meet up because they took two different paths to the roof, and those two paths don't really syncopate. Then you've got video game movies. I'm sorry, movies that are video games. Uh, so what you got is you got video games based upon movies. So you've got all like the Shrek games, you've got, uh, you know, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, the Avengers, and things like that. They are video games based upon movies. And then you've got video games that are movies. Looking at example of Final Fantasy 13. That is a series of cutscenes strung together with the basicest of gameplay. You're basically playing a movie. So with those four things, it's actually really interesting to break into and look at why those things exist within the same cosmic realm, as it were. Because here's the thing. 
Video games and movies are inexplicably tied. More so than sometimes literature and movies, or literature and video games. There's just something about video games and movies that make it easy to connect. And I actually have a theory that I was talking about with my lovely wife about why video game movies just don't work. And here's why. If you break down a video game into its basic pieces, they don't make sense for a movie. A really good example of this is, say, the Resident Evil movie, the first one. If you based the Resident Evil movie 100% on the game, it would be two hours, two, three hours worth of watching one character silently run around an abandoned house filled with monsters trying to solve puzzles. I'm sorry, that's just not fun. I've watched puzzle games being played on like a YouTube video or a Let's Play or Twitch, and it's not fun for one giant reason. Once you have solved the puzzle, it now becomes frustrating watching somebody else like not figure it out. A really good example of this is I recently was watching a uh, cutscene, a puzzle a for a new puzzle game, right? And they didn't solve this puzzle. And I'm like, okay, I I solved this. This is not that difficult. Come on, like this is really getting tedious. It's really getting difficult for me to watch because I had solved it in my head, and watching them fail at it was frustrating. And what director goes? You know what I want to make? I want to make two hours of frustration for the viewer. It wouldn't work. Because it just doesn't translate well. Resident Evil, the game, is scary and filled with tension because you are in charge of the character. You are the one who makes those decisions. It's not anything else. I mean, if you take everything out of it and you say okay if you remove some of the puzzles because the puzzles do would not take nearly as long to show in a movie than a game because you have to condense some stuff right so once you remove that and say okay like let's remove some puzzles cool that's like taking up 50 percent of the gameplay of resident evil now you've just got a walking simulator with random monsters. Well, that's not really fun either. Because now it's just a walking simulator movie. So what are you making the movie about? Well, are you going to make it about the killing of the monsters? So how do you piece that together? Well, you've got to have some action in between. Okay, cool. Now we add some action between pieces. We go, okay, great. I'm going to add some action between killing this group of zombies. These zombie dogs. These hunters. What action should we add? Okay, well, we can't base it upon a puzzle, so why don't we add some artificial danger? Some tension, as it were. Okay, 
How about um, a locked door? Okay, great. How do you do that? Okay, well, one of the characters knows the combo, keeps putting it in wrong, um, and then uh, maybe they finally get it, and whoops, something bad's behind the door. Because we didn't really know. Wait a minute. I just recreated an entire scene from the Resident Evil movie. And even further down the street, down the line, the Resident Evil movies become video games. You've got levels, you've got acts, you've got an indiscriminate amount of ammo until it becomes very plot important. You've got different sections, you meet new characters. They are the epitome of what a video game is. An action video game where you some mysteriously have an unending amount of ammo against a infinite amount of enemies that really don't make logistic sense. But hey, we're going to go with it because it's fun to play. It's fun to watch. A really good example of this was Resident Evil, I believe it was uh, Afterlife, where Alice is in uh, the prison. Okay, so in that, they go down two floors underwater, which is like swimming down, I think like 24 feet, if we can use the average convention of 12 feet per story. So down 24 feet, which is really deep, mind you, and then going and getting weapons. Okay. Cool. So, they get trapped in the armory. Well, how do you break out? They see the vents. The next time you see the characters, they magically appear on the roof of a multi, multi-story building. So they have to somehow have crawled through the vents or figured a way out to smuggle through the building that has already been overrun with zombies. So, how did that work? Well, video game logic. That really is the only way it can work. Because we're playing a video game. Because it makes sense. You go through a door, some shenanigans happens, now you're on the roof. It doesn't need to be explained. It was boring. Assume nothing happened. It's like a giant game of D&D. If nothing happens as you're walking through the field, please, for the love of God, do not explain every blade of grass. It's just annoying, and it's just bad. So, the game, the movies, became video games. And, again, like Fast and Furious, physics don't make sense in those movies. But they do within the universe of those movies. Because these characters can do anything. These characters are video game protagonists that, for all intents and purposes, start out as bad guys, thieves, and magically become the good guys on the side of the good people, the government, or whoever it needs to be as the good person. People that were enemies are now your friends. And you can't stop and think and go, wait a minute, this doesn't work. So, it's a video game. 
it is almost the entire plot of a Final Fantasy game. Of your enemies become your friends, your friends become your enemies. Surprise, you have a sibling, they're a bad guy, don't worry about it. In a couple hours, it'll be fine, it'll be resolved. It's good. I have friends that do not like the the uh, Fast and Furious movies because they are unrealistic. They will also then play video games that are also wholly unrealistic. The Fast and Furious movies, and a lot of movies, are video games that you just don't play. And then you get into the... So let's move on from video the movies realm and move into the game section. This episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast is brought to you by our patrons. People like you supporting the podcast and getting awesome perks along the way. Patrons get the podcast one day earlier and without ads. We also have some awesome new exclusive shows that we're working on bringing exclusively to Patreon using the link in the description or by going to patreon.com forward slash gaming and chill. You're able to get awesome perks and help support the podcast. Okay, so video games, video game movies are not great. So, and no one has ever said, you know what game is my favorite? The Iron Man video game for DS. Or the Shrek video games for Game Boy Advanced. No one on this good green earth has ever said that. Because they're famously terrible. They're famously just quickly belted out to make a quick buck. And let's be honest, it works. Or they wouldn't keep doing it. They keep belting them out because, hey... If you're a fan of Shrek, you're probably going to buy the Shrek game. If you're a fan of Iron Man, you're probably going to buy the Iron Man game. I mean, heck, I bought the Transformers game. And it was not great. But I still had a lot of fun playing it because it was based upon the Transformers. So, when the next Transformers game came out, I bought it too. Doesn't mean it was good. So... Movie video games are, are not great. They are famously bad. You probably should just avoid playing them unless you have a certain speedrunning goal in mind, which I have done. So, and they stopped making them. So let's be honest, that's a pretty good thing. But then you have video games that are movies. Like I said, a big example of this is Final Fantasy thirteen. Final Fantasy XIII is a series of cutscenes that is strung together with the thinnest of gameplay, so thin you could probably read a book through, because let's face it, if you're not into the story, you're probably going to read a book through this game. Does that make it bad? No. Does that make it exciting to play? No. You're going to be mostly watching a movie, basically. Final Fantasy XV is also a really good example of this, where... Instead of cutting out travel, you just see all the travel happening. So it's like Lord of the Rings, if they did not, like, abridge some of the traveling sections, you're going, cool, I guess we're watching them walk walk through the, the, the Mount Doom and Mordor for, like, ten hours. Cool, I'm gonna go grab a sandwich. I'm gonna go grab a book. I'm gonna watch a YouTube video, which... 
I have done while playing Final Fantasy XV. Movie, video games that are movies are beautiful. They look good. But if you're actually looking to play a video game, sometimes they're not the greatest. They're just like, okay, cool. I'm watching this happen. And every so often I get to make some decisions, but ultimately I don't feel like it's actually making an impact on the game whatsoever. So it's not super fun to watch. Or play, even. So, I mean, it's interesting how video games and movies kind of go in a cyclical nature. Like, they be- they became intertwined somehow of... Hey, we need, you know, we need to add more video game elements to our movies. Hey, we need to add more movie elements to our video games. Long ago, games didn't have real big cutscenes. They had a couple text boxes, and you moved on. That was it. Now you have cutscenes upon cutscenes upon cutscenes that are beautiful, well-rendered, great music, great voice acting. Everything is pristine about them, but they're added to games. So the, the question is ultimately always, why? Why are we adding all of these new things in? And the answer is really, who knows? It's inexplicably tied to it. It become, it became something of people want a different type of entertainment of like, hey, let's get the movie fans into the video games and the video games and fans into the movies. And video game movies as a whole generally have not been amazing until relatively recently. So, that didn't work. So let's get movie fans into video games. That's just my theory. Because there's no real evidence to know why it's so tied together. And it's frustrating sometimes watching people bash movies that are video games, but while playing video games that are wholly unrealistic. That can be frustrating as both a movie fan and a video game fan. It sucks, but it's what we gotta live with. And here's the thing. If somebody likes a video game movie, like Resident Evil, Doom, be happy for them. They have something they enjoy. If somebody enjoys a video game movie, or a a movie video game, like Shrek or Iron Man or Transformers, awesome. Let them enjoy that too. Ultimately, what I'm saying is, is no matter what, always make sure that you're happy for somebody who is enjoying something, even if it's not something you enjoy. Because ultimately, all, all we are is just trying to find some enjoyment. And if it's being playing a video game where you're Iron Man, awesome. If it's watching every one of the Resident Evil movies and knowing in their head, yeah, these are kind of hokey, but are they, they're so entertaining. Let them enjoy it. Ask them about it. Ask questions to people and go, hey, why do you enjoy this? Is there something about this that is awesome? What is it about it that makes you interested? It's a way to build a connection with people. Ultimately, that's what it is. Ultimately, that is a lot of what everything we do. We build communities. We build uh, friend circles. We build these all to have some enjoyment, to share our enjoyment with other people. 
it's one of the main reasons, like, why I stream on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash DerekGNC. Um, you know, I'm able to share something that I enjoy with people I enjoy being around. And that's awesome. It makes the enjoyment of said thing even better. If I don't enjoy something and I share it with somebody, I'm just sharing misery. But if I show, show, share something I enjoy with people I enjoy being around, it only amplifies it. So, ultimately it comes down to enjoy the things you enjoy, but understand why. Ask questions. And, you know, think about movies in a video game sense. Does it make sense? No. Is it entertaining? Absolutely. Watching a car swing across a chasm from a rope bridge support, it's pretty entertaining, and you can't argue that point. I mean, you could try, and you might fail. But hey, what are you going to do? So, this has been a great podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you that listens to it and shares it with your friends. I really enjoy it. I love doing this sort of thing. Again, enjoying the things and sharing those things I enjoy with people I enjoy. So, until next week, and I'll hear from you then, until next week, I hope you have a good one. Peace. Thanks for tuning into the Gaming and Chill podcast. We hope you liked it. It would be really helpful if, on your given listening platform, you were to leave a comment and give us a rating. For more on the Gaming and Chill podcast, you can visit our website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. And from there, you can read anime and game reviews that are not on this podcast. You can also find links to all of our social media where you can follow us. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope to hear from you soon. Cheers! Cheers!